Okay, preserving the dignity of our elders suffering from dementia. That is going to be the lesson for today's podcast. Um, Addressing the challenges of toileting assistance. Okay, so um, inevitably, there will come a point where toileting assistance will be needed and handling this area can be challenging. Determining the best products, how to cover their expense, and addressing the challenges of consent from elders who are far too proud to wear adult diapers. While I would like to consult experts from the U.S. on this topic, my hands are somewhat tied as there are no experts on this topic. Europe has also been plagued with an unusually high incidence of dementia-related patients and as a result has taken the time to develop training material to address the care needs of those suffering from this disease. Dealing with this particular issue can be particularly problematic when dealing with men. So we, so part of my goal is to actually provide some review sessions for um, those of you who are at this stage of providing care for your loved one, or if you have a facility that has found this to be a challenging area for your care workers to deal with. So first of all, most of us know that going to the bathroom is a very private affair. Um, and if you're anything like me, I don't even like anyone in the bathroom with me when I'm going. I don't like my husband to go in there when I'm there. I like to have, that's just like my, my quiet time, my relaxed spot. And um, everything that goes on in between there is like between me and God. I don't want anyone else in that space. However... With dementia, there are other concerns you have to be worried about. Um, primarily, you want to be, be concerned about them falling. You don't want them to fall because, you know, as you know, you get older in general. Your body gets a little bit more wear and tear and it, it's a little bit more fragile. Um, now, there are things you can do to make your bathroom more handicap accessible. And we will touch on that as well. And I will probably follow up with a video presentation to kind of share the different types of tools that give you, you know, um, visuals on reviews in terms of um, the type of uh, handicap accessible things that you can do to make your home more friendly towards your loved one. Uh, If you have an older home, you probably have very low toilets. So one of the things you may want to do, and it could be, that could be probably the most costly of the process is to perhaps switch it out to one that's taller. If you don't want to do that, there are other options as well. You can always get um, something what I would call like an extender to your toilet. And so that allows you to have a seat that's raised up higher. And so that is an option and it's a lot more cost effective option that would um, make it easier for your loved one to be able to maneuver around themselves. So um, one of the topics I want to discuss when I get um, a speaker um, from a particular 
um, organization I'm reaching out to to see if they will actually do some interviews with me to see what works for them. Because sometimes we just have to get out of our shell to find out what are other people doing. I mean, this is not an option that just plagues us. It's, an, it's, it's, a, it's something that plagues other countries as well. And if they have some insight that can be useful, then we don't need to be so proud that we cannot ask for that kind of assistance. So that is what I will be working on, getting some speakers in. Um, I'm hoping you will tune in and I'm hoping this information will be beneficial to you. Uh, I don't want this podcast to be a one way thing. So if you are dealing with this issue and there are topics that you would like me to cover, people you would like me to get in and interview, then please, by all means, leave me comments and I will definitely put that into the rotation. But um, as for this particular podcast, I'm just bringing introducing this topic because it's something that um, I found myself having to deal with with a loved one of mine who's in this position of requiring care. And I find that particularly not to say that there aren't women who don't have these same issues, because as I told you, I personally don't like anyone bathroom with me when I'm going. But um, there's also but. It, it seems to be more of a challenge, or at least I believe it is. And if you have, you know, by all means, please, if you have any statistics or if you have your own personal testimony that you can say, no, women are just as bad when it comes to this issue, then, you know, that's that's perfectly fine. But I think part of the challenge, too, with men, though, is men are typically heavier and there's always going to be that consciousness of that. And so that consciousness and that awareness, there's this part in our being that we are aware of our size. And so it makes us particularly vulnerable because when we're looking at who's going or assessing who's going to assist us, which I think is a major problem for men. You have an industry like um, healthcare and home care that is primarily women who are doing this kind of position. So then you have the, the issue of, you know, men already are pretty much proud. That's a, that's an understatement. But having a woman help you, you know, it's just not even a cultural thing. You know, usually we're used to the men are the ones opening the doors for women or things of that nature. So getting assistance from women in this area, it can be very challenging for men and understandably so. But there has to be a way that we can find a way that they can maintain their dignity. And part of that, I believe, is getting the right materials and um, having therapy that like occupational therapy that helps them to stay as independent as they can. Um, Now, whether or not that occupational therapist is somebody who needs to be more hands on more often, And I know that can be costly, but I really think that we should at least begin the conversation concerning having our government make special allowances for people with dementia, because it's not an issue of um, the mechanics. In other words, people who are suffering from this disease, it's not that they um, can't physically do the work, it's that they are mentally forgetting. So... That means repetition is going to be way more important. And so the best way I I mean, I'm thinking to reinforce this concept of 
using the restroom, these, these kinds of things and the appropriate way to do it, especially if there are no physical handicaps that prevent them from helping themselves. And if there are, there should be even more assistance because think about it. If you're used to doing things when you have accessibility to both your hands, both your feet, both your legs, both your arms, and now you're suddenly in a position to where maybe you have one arm because of a stroke that isn't functioning like it should. Of course, you have your occupational therapy that gets you to get as much mobility as possible. But now is there a way that we can possibly see, can we get some reinforcement to help with the repetition of the mind so that now this person who has this ailment, who has this handicap, can now find a way to work around it and being able to work around that means that there's some repetition that they're going to have to have because now they're going to have to function without the full use of something that they once had, but their mind remembers when they had the full use of it. So uh, I, I really believe that there needs to be some revamping in, in providing of additional care for in-home therapy for people who are suffering from this disease, who need more assistance with toileting to where, you know, at least five days a week, you know, there's someone there who's assisting them. And if there is a, well, of course there will be a caretaker. So the caretaker, if the caretaker is willing, able um, to assist, that would be the most ideal option. So that it's not really just care for the individual, but it's also training for the person who's taking care of that individual. Because let's, let's face it, occupational therapists can't be there every time that person has to use the restroom. I mean, that's just not going to happen. So it just makes sense that there needs to be some teaching for the person who is going to be there so that they can find a way of assisting that person safely without compromising their own health. Because let's face it, okay, now you could probably help a person who needed help sitting on the toilet, something of that nature, and um, helping them to wipe themselves if they have one hand. But what's the likelihood that you can safely help that person? You know, um, in other words, how much at risk are you putting yourself? You know, I've, I, had a, I had a person dear to me who had to take care of their spouse and they end up tearing a ligament in their uh, a tendon, no, a ligament in their arm, right? And the reason why was because they were helping their spouse to get on the toilet. They would allow their spouse to put their weight, and we're talking all the, you know, all their weight, whatever it is, on them in order to help them to get up. They wouldn't do the lifting because they knew that that would put strain on the back. But what they did do was they would just lend their arm. Well, after a while, it began to cause them pain. So what I'm saying is a preventive measure and a teaching tool, making it both for that physical therapist or occupational therapist to assist both the person who's caring for them, showing them one, being able to assess whether or not this person's um, stage of dementia and uh, an ability to function 
would allow for one person to assist them. Because the reality is you have to also accurately assess the home situation. So if you're dealing with someone who have their own health issues and they're caring for someone who has one or they're just older, so they're more fragile themselves, then you have to have the conversation of really, I'm not sure if this is the safest environment for your loved one to be in with just you here. Because there's so many different scenarios that's going to put that person at risk if there's no way to physically maneuver that individual without them being compromised. And I think that this should be not just for that, but even if, if you're going to be caring for someone with this disease, you should be able to um, help them to do the, the basics of, of daily living. If they get to a place where they're a constant fall risk, then you need to assess whether or not you're in a position to where you can assist them with getting up. So then there needs to be training for what's the appropriate way of helping them up without hurting your back. What apparatus do you need to invest in that might make it help, you know, more um, or, or less of a strain on you? Um, and then how to use those apparatuses. I mean, these are things that need to be done when you're dealing with dementia. There needs to be assessments done. There needs to be um, the appropriate devices in the home that will assist that person. And the devices themselves can be more and more costly. But if you think about what it would cost to put them in memory care, assisted living, you know, it's well worth it, especially if they're in a position where their stage is not changing rapidly. Um, unfortunately, with the disease of dementia and Alzheimer's, it gets worse, but there is no um, way of knowing when it's going to get worse. So if you've been with someone who has dementia and let's say they're in the middle stages, they could possibly be another 15 years with you before before they're at a position where now it's way too much for anyone in the home to take care of. They're in need of having 24 hour care. That being the case, you need to have certain things in place so that you can make their, their, their living as comfortable as possible. So here is where we are in the process of, um, dealing with this is finding out how can we help our loved ones be able to preserve as much dignity as possible, help them to do as much as they can for themselves, because all of that also plays into their quality of life and their longevity of life. You don't want them to get to the point where they're discouraged and they're giving up because they will drastically go down quickly. So all of these things are done so that we can not only increase the quality of life for the individual suffering from dementia, but also so that we can aid the person who's caring for them, whether that be a, a at-home caregiver or caregivers, or that be a facility that has workers working with people with the disease. Because you cannot treat dementia like any other aging process, um, disability or disease. There needs to be um, just a better quality of care. So I hope you stay posted 
um, this is just like I said, an intro to um, what I'm trying to do here. My goal is to really reach out and research and see who is on the cutting edge of um, finding assistance, you know, of helping, of, of, of giving information and to invite them in to share with us ways that we can um, increase the quality of life and also so that you can get more information about different you know, people who are out there, trained people or um, just information on devices that can assist you. Just all of that, we want to make it available to you. And um, I want to make sure that I'm giving you information that's relevant to what you need. So if this is a topic that is of interest to you, if there are people you know personally who um, have techniques that work well, that would be willing to do an interview with me, I welcome that. Please be sure to leave a comment. I would be more than happy to reach out to them and to try to get them to do an interview with me. I'm gonna also be researching as well and trying to really get people in to come in and, and really discuss you know, practical things that can be done that can assist not just the person at home caretaking, but also the facilities that are hiring people in these positions for caretaking. So I hope that you will tune in and I will keep you posted as much as possible. Have a blessed day.